0: One.
1: You clapped and Frankie ran out from under you. sorry, Franklin. That was loud.
2: We love you, though. Hi pledge Welcome to Pod Trivia, the podcast where we're mean to animals, but only their ears. (gasps) No. No, I don't like that. That's awful. (laughs) I was trying to make a joke about, I was going to leave in the part about you clapping. Uh You can,
1: we'll do it like this. Welcome to Pod Trivia, the podcast where Frankie is the actual star of the show and we've kicked Britain off. I'm your host, Becky. I'm
0: Kyle. Bork bork bork.
1: <laughs> <laughs> bork bork bork. Excellent. She's looking at you like, what? What I are know. you making fun of? I
2: did such a good impersonation that she thinks you're speaking her language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I am human. I am here. I am Britain. I am dancer. And I am not. I have a fun fact for you guys. What's well, our fun fact for this week, Britton? Let me pull up my phone and my saved pictures that I have screenshotted for this very moment, of which I have about too many. I have a lot of fun facts saved. <laughs> okay. <I'm, laughs> I forgot about this fun fact. Whew. Get ready for this one. Mm. George H.W. Bush was obsessive about his hatred of broccoli. He mentioned it 70 times during his presidency, banned broccoli from the White House, and blamed the extinction of the dinosaurs on it.
1: <laughs> I don't think that he meant it seriously about the dinosaurs. Like, I just think that's important to know. I think he was joking. Sure.
2: Right? But still, he <laughs> but it's, said it.
1: It's a lot of broccoli <laughs> talk.
0: Yeah. If for
1: like... The chefs at the White House, I can't imagine, were like trying to sneak it into things. Like they're making what you want if you are the president. So,
2: If there was ever a press article about me, they would have some really good one-liners from this podcast that they could pull.
1: That And then when I used to tweet things that you said, so.
2: Yes. Yeah. That's essentially that Twitter. Mm -hmm. That was a good Twitter. That was a good time. That Becky lost the password too. Uh
1: huh.
2: She actually reset what, the password.
1: No, no, no. That's what happened.
2: <laughs> I think she lost the email address also. <laughs> Fair
0: enough. Britain, I wanted to issue you a compliment. Oh. From listener Hayden. Oh. There was some editing trickery that happened. Mm-hmm. And Hayden was mentioning something around this editing trickery moment. And I was like, oh, actually, that's edited right there for this reason. He was like blown away. He had no idea that it was edited there. He thought it was seamless and sounded perfect. He had no idea. So I wanted to issue that compliment from listener Hayden. Cool. What are you talking
2: about, though?
1: And I was like, oh, it's so and so. And you edited that out really well.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. I've learned a few tricks of the trade after doing a shoot ton of these. (laughs) (laughs)
0: after having done, now, 69 of these.
2: Mm. I didn't edit all of them, though. What if we just hit
1: 70 and then we were like, we're good? Well, I think that's a good, big, round number, and we'll have shown that we worked hard.
2: To put context in for the listeners, I decided that I want to get to a minimum of 100 episodes.
1: Nobody else was involved in this decision.
2: It's not your goal, okay? It's my own personal goal. You
1: don't set personal goals that involve other people having to do stuff.
2: Well, I think you do sometimes.
1: It is my goal for you to clean the house every day.
2: That's good. Speaking good of goal. Speaking of goals, last year we made New Year's resolution. Oh no. And I just want to say that I have a 364 day streak on Duolingo. Nice. So I am doing quite well on my New Year's resolution.
1: So you must have started before the New Year.
2: I did start before the New Year, but I still made it my New Year's resolution. I don't remember what my New Year's resolution was. To get vaccinated. Oh, I got. I, I did
0: that. I did and that. And remember,
1: because at the time, it wasn't out. Yeah. And like so we were like, Kyle, set a realistic goal. Three months later, we were all vaccinated.
2: And that was Becky's New Year's resolution was to make... Help you make realistic goals, <laughs> and I got triple vaccinated this year, so I'm I'm very happy with that. you. Got trivaxed? I got trivaxed. Nice. I'm
1: trivaxed. Are you? Not yet. You were qualified. I
2: know. I'm going in today to get trivaxed. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm.
1: We both found that you do feel tired after the third one.
2: Yeah, some people have had. Similar reactions to what they had on the other ones. Yeah, so maybe yeah, a little I, less. <laughs> I think I
0: had similar reactions to my second shot, but not n- nearly as bad as, as yeah. how I felt. Yeah. Well, like, I've heard some people say that it's worse. So, you know, it varies.
2: Yeah. So go get trivax, just like me. Ooh. You know what? If you're listening to this four weeks in the future and have a time traveling device, come get vaxed with me. <laughs> come vax with me. Come vax. We'll vax away. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? This is that second energy, episode, that second energy episode we talked about yeah. before.
1: Second episode energy. If we could say the words in order, it would make more sense. What did I
0: say? <laughs> second energy
2: episode? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. but that fits. It does. <laughs> the energy that we're currently producing. Oh, okay, I'm talking today. This is going to go well. <sighs> Today's episode is on different Christmas characters in... The zeitgeist and from around the world that are, you know, like Santa Claus.
1: Do you need Do you need help landing that plane?
2: Um, If you wouldn't mind taking the reins. Do planes have reins?
1: I think, and you can correct me, but you've prepared for us different cultural figures from around the world that have to do with the holidays. Not necessarily Christmas, though some will be about yeah. Christmas.
2: Yeah, that's good. Um. Yeah, not very... I wouldn't even say around the world. I would say, like, half the world. You know, like, we're not going around the entire world because I don't have that many. No
1: one said that.
2: <laughs> we're just going partially there. All right. Hang in with us, listener. We'll get through this together. <laughs> this is not going to go well. <laughs> okay, so the... Basis of my research started off with the origin of a gift bringer. And we mm-hmm. are very sim- commonly known gift bringers as like being Santa. Like, mm-hmm. That's the U.S. Yep. most common known tradition. So the origin of gift bringers comes from a Yule festival in Germanic paganism, which is very closely associated with Odin. So Odin is kind of the basis framework for... Santa Claus, which kind of makes sense if you can picture, well, uh, Odin from Thor. Yeah.
0: You know, what's who? Big tri- long beard and Oh so of-
1: The stereotypical way old man Santa Claus has roots in that.
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. Trivia question, Kyle, who played Odin in the Thor movies? That would be Mr. Anthony Hopkins. Accurate. Sir Anthony Hopkins, sorry. If you could- make sure to give him his dues yeah it was common for a gift bringer to bring people what yes
1: did you say gift burger
2: no i said gift bringer okay and i'm glad you stopped me because where the sentence started and where it was ending was not gonna make sense (laughs) so i'm glad i get a second take at this
1: (laughs) please leave this in i'm not going to picture a gift burger bringer that's what i want
2: okay so it's common for there to be a gift bringer that is some variation of either an old man or a child or a girl. So it's not always-
1: No women. Great. Continue.
2: After- (laughs) he said a
0: girl. Are you you trying to differentiate like a-
1: Adult females we sometimes call women.
2: Yes, I understand. Great. That's good. You do. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. after Christianization, which is a word-
1: uh-huh, it I is. Read. It's not really said that way, but we got there. Continue.
2: Most of the things I say are not said that way. <laughs> <laughs> After Christianization, <laughs> the gift bringer was associated with St. Nicholas of Myra. And this was because St. Nicholas was known for giving gifts to the poor. And so that's mm-hmm. where we get the name St. Nick from. So now I'm going to go through some different variations of gift bringers or characters. Characters, that sounds bad. People, not always people, things that are associated with the gift bringer. Again, can I help? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> okay.
1: So I believe you're going to talk about like cultural icons that are associated with holidays in which gifts are given.
2: Thank you for translating for me.
1: Anytime.
2: First, I want you guys to try and figure out the just region that these yeah. come from, and then I'll tell you the specific country. Ongya Noen, which translates to Old Man of Christmas.
0: Can
1: you spell it?
2: O with a hat, N G, G I A with an accent, N O with a hat, dash E N. I think it's pre- a little bit more like Ongya Noen.
1: Is that um, Nordic countries?
2: I was going to go with China. Kyle is closer. It is from Vietnam. Hmm. Okay. Next, we have the Christmas goat, which is. Julo, uh, Julopuki. Nope, Julopuki. Sp-
1: spell it for me.
2: <laughs> J-O-U-L-U-P-U-K-K-I.
1: Is it, is it European?
2: It is European. More specifically, it is Sweden. The mm. Swedish Christmas <laughs> goat. Next, we have Pai Natal. Two words. This means Father Christmas. P-A-I. And then, next word, N-A-T-A-L. Pied Natal. India.
1: Is this a European country?
2: It is a European country. Do you think you can narrow it down?
1: I think so. Okay. I don't think that's Spanish. No. And I don't think it's French, but I think it's in the realm. It's in the realm of France.
2: (laughs) It is in the realm of France, (laughs) but not really. It's It's Portuguese. Oh, so So Portugal.
1: Okay. Okay. Mm.
2: Next, we have the Christmas gnome. Which I wish that I had looked up, but I didn't, so I know nothing about it. Do you but know where it's from? I do. Well, yes, I okay, know where well, it's from. Okay, well, I don't I know I don't what, what level of
1: nothing we're uh, working with here.
2: I just want the backstory the of Christmas, the
1: Christmas gnome. gnome. Gosh.
2: Well Gosh. Oh, wait, no. The Well, the translation oh, is, yeah. you listen.
1: Is that Russian?
2: It is not Russian. Kyle, do you have a...
1: Is it area? German?
2: German, yeah. No, it is from Norway. Huh. Oh, Shout it out.
1: sounded almost like Essen. So that was my German guess. Okay.
2: Next we have, this is a woman, just so you know. Uh, you just, it doesn't have a translation because- very
1: seriously said that men, boys and girls could do this. And now we have a woman. So yes. fake news.
2: This is a helper of the Christmas givers. So like, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, her name is La Bifania, La Bifania. La Bifania. Uh, Italian? From the bad accent that you're attempting? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it, it, Italy. Okay. And last but not least, we have Olenziro. Greek. Ooh, sure. Interesting. It's wrong, oh. but. South American. It is actually from France. Similar. Oh. <laughs> she got gone back to the well of France. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to talk about some more well-known characters in the American zeitgeist of holiday bringers. So let's start off with Santa's reindeer. Santa's mm-hmm. reindeer is usually compared to Odin's eight-legged horse, Sleipnir, yeah. and that's essentially what they're based on.
1: Can we pause right here? Yeah. I just want to give like a fun idea to somebody who maybe is like, me, and is going to a holiday party or get-together family thing this year, and you want to cause maybe just like a little bit of Becky trouble, and here's what I would recommend.
2: Dress up as an eight-legged horse named Slepnir.
1: No. You find a way to bring up Thor's hammer. Mjolnir. And then you tell somebody that they've mispronounced it. Mm and the men in the room will argue for at least a half an hour. Guaranteed every time. I've done this at least six times. Highly recommend.
2: I don't understand. It's not hard to pronounce. Just pronounce me own Mew mew. <laughs> mew mew. <laughs> that's all I have on reindeer.
1: <laughs> and that's all I had on holiday fun facts. <laughs> wait, wait. Kyle, can you name the reindeer?
0: Ooh. Dasher and dancer and comet and cupid. You've
1: missed two already? <laughs> Keep going.
0: You got it. Dasher, Dancer, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blix, Bl- <laughs> Bl- Bl- Blixen, Blix, Blixen,
1: <laughs> So you've got 6
0: of the How many?
1: Okay, so there's Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Donner Vixen. Yeah. And then you can also talk about Rudolph. It's not
2: Vixen, it's Blitzen. There's both. Yeah. Well, then you already said Vixen. I think it is Vixen. I don't think it's Blitzen like I. Was it's trying Blitzen. To say. <laughs> what? Blitzen.
0: Oh, I, think Blitzen. It's, I
1: think it's Vixen.
0: Great, now we need to Google this. <laughs>
2: Donner, Donner and Dasher and Dancer, Dancer and Prancer. Prancer. And, but there's Blitzen and Vixen. Is Vixen a, is a Vixen reindeer? a reindeer? I don't think it is.
1: Hold on, I'll read it from Wikipedia. Dasher, okay. Dancer, Prancer, Vixen.
0: Vixen,
1: Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. Oh, it is both. Which I believe is what I said.
2: I think it is, yeah. I think you said Vixen twice still. But anyway, it doesn't matter because we got the reindeer now, but there's one more. And the greatest of all, Rudolph.
1: Olive, the other reindeer.
2: Yeah. I read a little bit. (laughs) You read a little bit. You don't say. Yeah.
1: First time ever?
2: It was. It was a new experience for me, and it was- now going to be relayed to you. Okay. <laughs> because I read about Jack Frost. Oh, yeah. Jack Frost is the personification of frost, ice, snow, sleet, winter, and freezing cold. Yes. Just all that chilly, chilly air.
0: As depicted by Martin Short in the
2: movie The Santa Claus 3. I don't ever think I put together that that's Martin Short. Yeah. But it is now that I think yeah. about it and use my intellectual knowledge. The one where they travel to,
0: to
1: no, travel no, no. in time. We we can't get into the Santa Claus plots. Yeah. That is its own episode.
2: Jack Frost originates from Anglo-Saxon and Norse cultures, much like the other things do, but there are very different variants around the world. For example, in Russia, there's Grandmother Frost. Right.
1: And an adult female.
2: Okay. Well, in Germany, there's Frau Hall, which is also female.
1: No, I'm just realizing these weren't gift bringers, so that's um, the difference.
2: Yes, uh, Frau Hall it actually got started from a Brothers Grimm fairy tale, mm. and then she became part of the German lore. Yeah. So Jack Frost is not as common of a holiday character, and one of the reasons for that is that frost on glass is less common, and that's because we now use uh, double glazing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is when you have an inside and an outside pane of glass to. Resu- Reduce heat transfer. Right. So now that there's no frost on windows and no one's nipping at your nose, people have forgotten about him.
1: Well, I mean, you have it on your car, but.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Next, I have Bill Schnickel, made famous by
1: Dwight D. Schrute
2: in The Office. On what TV channel? TBS, mostly these days. NBC. Yeah, NBC was the OG, if you will. The Dwight version of Belschnickel is actually fairly accurate. It comes from areas in Germany and is a part of the Pennsylvania Dutch. So it actually really fits well in the office because Dwight is German Mm -hmm. and they're in Pennsylvania. So it makes sense why.
1: He's supposed to be.
2: Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah. Or come from.
1: Or come from a family that is very similar to that. Yeah. No, definitely.
2: The one other place where it is. Common is in German, Argentina. German.
1: The Ar- Germans who were in Argentina.
2: Yes. Uh-huh. Except replace Argentina with Brazil. Okay. And then you have the correct answer. <laughs> Where did Argentina come from? My own mind. Fair enough. I didn't actually write down that note because I didn't think I was going to say it. And then I decided that I would and misspoke.
1: So, like, to be fair, it's well known that Germans went to several come countries in south america Mm -hmm. at a particular point in history for a particular reason
2: yep so he is both the combining the threatening and benign aspects of a gift bringer yes he is covered in fur tattered and dirty clothes again very similar to dwight he carries a switch to for naughty children and then he has pockets full of cakes candies and nuts for good children and i found this article. And by article, I mean I read Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> That's better than most of our sources.
2: Because <laughs> most of our sources, I misquote. This is a 19th century account of Belschnickel from Maryland. And it's one of the earliest writing in, like, the 19th centuries about it. And so here's a quote from that. He is known as Chris Kringle, which is one word. Chris Kringle. Belschnickel and sometimes as the christmas woman children then not only saw the mysterious person but felt him or rather his stripes upon their back with his switch the annual visitor would make his appearance some hours after dark thoroughly disguised especially in the face which would sometimes be covered in a hideous ugly fizz uh, oh which is yeah i don't know what an ugly fizz is okay have you guys ever heard of it p-h-i-z no,
1: no? would you like me to google it
2: Nah um he generally wore a female garb
1: it just means a person's face or expression
2: okay so they just had an ugly face all right generally wore a female garb hence the name christmas woman sometimes it would be a veritable woman but with a masculine force in action he or she would be equipped with an ample sack about the shoulders filled with cakes nuts and fruits and a long switch which was supposed to have some kind of charm as in it as well as a sting one would scare or sorry one would scatter the goodies upon the floor and then the scramble would begin by delighted children and the other hand would ply the switch on the backs of the excited youngsters who would not show a wince but had been but had it been parental discipline there would have been screams to reach a long distance i don't know what that last sentence means but the anyway yeah that that was kind of a lot to take in <laughs> Here,
0: kids, I've put these gifts on the floor. Go run to them. Whack!
2: (laughs) And don't don't show it. Yeah. But if you weren't disciplined... Okay, so maybe that's it. If you weren't disciplined by your parents... You're going to get hit. Yeah, then you would scream really loud. Uh Uh-huh. I don't think that we should do... Well, I'm glad that we don't do that exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That is not going to be part of my holiday traditions.
1: Shocking. Uh Uh-huh.
2: Uh, I find it really interesting, though, that I mean, even in 19th century, they refer to it as either a man or a woman. Seems mm. to be a little bit non-binary, mm-hmm. which was not depicted in Dwight Schrute's. But also, I think that that would have been in poor taste had Dwight shown up. I don't know where I'm going with this. I get you what you're saying. It
1: would have been difficult for a character like Dwight to portray that in a way that wasn't Offensive. funny. Or offensive, yeah. yeah. No, they did it correctly on The Office for that audience and that character.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, my last and final. This is the best for last. Is Krampus? I always Didn't get we these do an entire two... episode on Krampus. I gave no. him
1: permission to do this. Um, I always get Krampus and the one we just talked about. Belshnickel. Confused. Belschnickel.
2: Krampus is the demon version of Belschnickel that doesn't do anything good great it's not actually the demon version but like if you want to put it that way i love krampus mostly just because of the krampus movie with adam scott in it right and that kind of that started my enjoyment of krampus but it was interesting when i was doing research on krampus because there's not a lot of information at all yeah about how it started Mm -hmm. and so everything i knew about krampus is pretty much all there is to know about Krampus. Hmm. He assists St. Nicholas in sc- scaring misbehaving children. His origin is pretty unclear, and that's why you, when you see pictures of Krampus, like they all kind of look different. Like There's no one standardized, mm-hmm. here's a generic Krampus form. He usually has cloven hooves. He's covered in black fur. He's like an amphipomorphic demon type thing. Goat horns, he typically has like a long pointed tongue that's always hanging out of his mouth, which I think is disgusting. He sometimes carries a a chains or a sack, which he uses to drag away children either to drown, eat, or transport to hell. Uh You know, one of those three. In some Alpine countries, and they didn't get more specific than this, I think this is fairly a town-based Tradition, Mm -hmm. as opposed to a Mm countrywide-type national holiday, they celebrate Krampusnacht. And Krampusnacht is... Well, okay. Krampusnacht is pretty common because it is the day before the Feast of St. Nicholas. Mm -hmm. So Krampus shows up on December 5th, and then St. Nicholas shows up on December 6th. Mm -hmm. And they hold a feast to, like, honor him. In some towns, they have a parade where men dress up as Krampus and a lot of them are just homemade costumes where you cut the face out of wood and then you just put on like old raggedy clothes and furs and stuff and then they drink a whole bunch of alcohol and run through the streets and I guess people go to watch but then they'll go up and like try and scare the children. Some reports I heard they like bring switches and they'll they'll, like hit the naughty children and sometimes even the parents. So I don't. I mean, who's
1: going to this? Who's well, like, you know what we could do tonight, hon?
2: Yeah, and that I I know, and that's where I heard like I read like two kind of different stories. One is more of like this is a parade, and right. then people go to watch the parade. Then the other one I read was people get drunk, dress up as Krampus, and then just run around the streets and then hit poor kids no lost dose, right? Yeah. <laughs> So I, I think that one is a little bit more of like, well, if kids are gonna be out late at night, then like they know that they're gonna be scared. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is, look at these people. But if right. you look up videos of the Krampus parades, they're weird and wild. And no. Anyway, that's Krampus, and I'm I'm gonna. There's a um up in Linwood. There is not a Krampus festival festival, but you could usually get pictures with Krampus. They have a little Krampus. Set up, or will.
1: Britain will come to your house if you pay him dressed as Krampus.
2: Oh, absolutely! I All actually day. almost bought a Krampus mask the other day. Every day, I was looking them up on Amazon and trying this to find a good Krampus costume. No.
0: Hmm.
1: All righty.
2: Hey, if you have ideas no. for your future, no, events. no, what? Kyle. Oh, you have one job here. One I'm so sorry. job, and one it is job. never
1: that. I have never once cued you to do that.
2: All right, yeah, rapid. I jumped the gun a little bit there. Jump the shark there. Sorry, everyone. Uh, rapid trivia. Jump the shark doesn't fit in this context. I you taught me doesn't. what that word means, and now you're not allowed to use it incorrectly.
1: Britain, it's a metaphor, if you will. <laughs> oh,
2: sorry. <laughs> he was metaphorically <laughs> jumping the shark.
1: All right. Um, Do you have rapid trivia, or do you want me to do it? I have some.
2: I would love if you would, because okay. otherwise I'd just be pulling things from my mind. No, that's and fine. Even if I did have something planned, Based on how this episode go went, I wouldn't be able Your to verbalize episode it. Your was fine. Yeah, it was fine.
1: Okay. I'm going to let you two work together because I found that with- um, We're dumb. You know, I was going to say with Christmas trivia, but it's just trivia in general. All right. How many ghosts show up in a Christmas carol? This is Christmas trivia.
2: Three. Three. No. Four. Oh, it's four. It is four. Death shows up. There's present, past, death. Future. Future and death. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Where was Baby Jesus born?
2: Jerusalem, in a manger, in Bethlehem.
1: It is in Bethlehem, and not Jerusalem. I
0: got that totally wrong. You're totally right. Yeah. He
2: oh, died man, in Jerusalem. In a manger in Bethlehem. I, Jesus I, was uh,
1: born. Oh, little town of Jerusalem.
2: <laughs> I uh, Mandela affected my own brain there for a second. That no, that's just called getting something wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't just be all like,
2: oh, I'm sorry, Mandela effect- I Mandela People affected don't myself. People believe that. <laughs> two plus two is five. I Mandela affected myself. Yeah.
1: All right. Um, <laughs> The movie Miracle on 34th Street is based on a real life department store. What is it? The piano. The piano.
2: The place where with all of the toys. Uh, you think have like- J.G. Schwartz or whatever that was yes, called. Yes, J. J.J. Schwartz. I think, it, I think it's Macy's, though. Okay, we're going to differ on opinions and find out who's right.
1: Okay, so it is Macy's, and Thank I you. talked about this last week when we talked about the Macy's Day Parade right. in that movie.
2: That's why- Well done, Kyle. I was pretty certain it was Macy's. Good listening skills. Thank you. Who I knew they had them? I that sometime.
1: Uh-huh. All right, what are the other two most popular names in America for Santa Claus?
0: Saint Nick.
1: And? Kris Kringle. Yeah. Yes. Elvis isn't going to have a white Christmas. He's going to have a
2: blue. I'm going to have a blue Christmas.
1: Yeah, blue Christmas. No singing. No, no. We have no Elvis rights. In which modern day country was St. Nicholas born in? The actual saint.
2: I you think it's Italy about him. because I did talk about him a little bit. Italy. No. But wait, let me check my notes and see if I. No. Mira. Where's Mira? Turkey.
1: Turkey. Modern-day turkey.
2: Okay. Mm -hmm. Learn something new.
1: What words follow silent night in the song?
2: Holy night.
1: Wow. I didn't expect you to come up with that.
2: I know little. Okay. I know basically nothing.
1: In A Christmas Carol, what was the first name of Scrooge?
2: Ebenezer. Yeah.
1: Oh, look at Joe.
2: Man, we're kind of killing it, Kyle. I know, we're doing great. I'm look at just, us go. I'm enjoying this. We're we going to do come and do our own. Let's keep going. Okay. Ignore my Bethlehem Jerusalem position Shh, don't earlier. Don't remind them.
0: Fantastic.
1: I will not. What country did eggnog come from?
2: I'm going to say Germany.
1: What did you say, Britain?
2: Uh, I said the correct answer. Which is? I listen back and you'll hear.
1: <laughs> it. It's from England.
2: Oh because they have eggs i get it
1: what did frosty the snowman do when a magic hat was placed on his head he came to life no specifically this is in the song
0: happy birthday <laughs> <laughs> no that is what he does no
2: she's okay she's saying the lyrics from the song oh what did he do frosty the snowman I don't know what he did in the song. Like, did he start singing and dancing?
1: He began to dance around. Okay. Wow. That's the next line. Happy
2: birthday! This is
1: going well.
2: We're doing well.
1: Which one of Santa's reindeer has the same name as another holiday mascot?
2: Vixen, right? Is that a holiday? All right. What about Cupid? Oh, Cupid! You're so right, Cupid. Vixen is like a word for like a tart. What? A vixen.
1: Like, are you saying tart like or like a like a tart? Like a tart. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So
2: right. I don't know what holiday you're celebrating with Vixen.
1: <laughs> Not in this household.
2: Not in this household.
1: In the movie Elf, Cupid. what was the first rule of the code of elves?
2: Never talk about elves. No. (laughs) Santa comes first. No. Uh, You gotta build toys.
1: Treat every day like Christmas.
2: Uh, Becky, can you name the four food groups?
1: Corn, candy. No. Candy corn and syrup.
2: Corn, Corn. Corn is not a food group.
0: Corn is not a food group. Candy corn is a food group. Yes. Candy. Candy corn. Syrup. Syrup, and there's one more we're missing.
2: Candy canes. Candy canes. Thank you.
1: You're right. Okay. (laughs) Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup.
2: Yeah. Can you imagine if it was like, syrup, candy, candy canes, broccoli, (laughs) what? George H.W. Bush would be like, get out of here, (laughs) uh, stupid elves.
1: (laughs) All righty. Ooh, here's a fun callback to another episode. How many gifts in total were given in the 12 Days of Christmas song?
2: Permutations. 12 plus 1 yeah. divided squared. Yeah. No, 12 plus 1 divided by 2. No, 12 divided by <laughs> 2 plus 1 squared. <laughs> what the nonsense did you just say? Permuta- the permutation formula. Okay, but
0: permutation formula would be 12 exc- exclamation mark in this point, which would be 12 times 11 times 10 times 9 times 8 times 7 times 6 times 4 times 3 times No 3 times plus. Times 1. Now, permutations is multiplication. Could use permutations to express like different operations like a, in a like a safe code or something like that. So what's
2: what's it called when you it's know what? not multiplication you know what? but plus?
1: No, 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 more or less than 300. Britain,
2: I think it's three hundred and two. Kyle, I was going to say more.
1: It is three hundred sixty-four. Yeah, <laughs> we were not gonna. We y'all lost it. Y'all went off the deep end.
0: So, th- so now we know it's just one less than it, days in the year. Now
2: we know forever.
0: Yeah. So every day,
2: he either brought her a ring, a bird, a man, or a woman.
1: Yes, facts. All right.
2: I suggest going on to. Apple Podcasts and giving us a five-star rating. Yes. At, you know, Pod Trivia, that's where you can find us. Yep. And I have heard a lot of good things about people who share this with their friends. Yes. And then they're like, my friend thought this was really funny. Yes. And it's true because we're freaking hilarious. (laughs) You know, you listen to us. So why not give the gift of Pod Trivia this weekend? Yes. And you can give us to your friends and then you don't have to buy them real gifts. This is perfect. This
1: is not what we're advocating for.
2: Yes, it is. Don't buy anyone anything. Uh huh. And just force your family over the holidays to listen to us.
0: I look forward to us talking about my favorite Christmas song in a future episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. One. We'll get there. All right.
2: I look forward to seeing you on Instagram or Twitter at Pod Triviacast. Or emailing us, podtriviacast at gmail.com.
0: Bye,
1: Dwight.
2: Bye.